Good morning, and thank you for tuning in. So, it is currently May, the beginning of May still, first week actually, and um, everyone's kind of going through a lot. We have social distancing, we have coronavirus, otherwise known as COVID-19, there's a lot of dumb shit going on right now, honestly. It's kind of annoying. Many lives are being disrupted. We have to deviate from what we find normal. And it's a lot, honestly. It sucks for a lot of us. And for even more of us, it sucks more. And continues to suck as long as this is a thing. I know that I am currently stuck where I'm at. Unable to go out fishing for the weekend. Unable to go out in general. And you know, it kind of sucks. I like going out every now and then. I love fishing. Fishing's relaxing. It's calming. And when you hook a big one, it's a sport. It's thrilling in my opinion. Now, I'm not here to talk about fishing. I could talk about fishing all day if I wanted to, honestly. I'm here to talk about change. Change is a phenomenal thing. Now, most of us are pretty resilient to change, and that's fine. In my opinion, that's okay. I'm not inclined to change, naturally. I change often, sure, and my perspective and my views on life and the world, they also change frequently more than others. But that's because of what I've had to deal with growing up. It's literally just all about my upbringing. It's pretty rough around the edges, but that's okay. I'm pretty okay right now. But I learned to get that way by learning how to change, how to be fluid in change. Now, not everyone can change as easily as others. Older people, in general, like things to stay the same. And do I blame them? Absolutely not. They don't want things to change because it's what they lived with. It's what's been consistent. Consistency tends to be a good thing. It does. But it's not always the case. Because we are naturally inclined to resist change as part of our nature, when things need to change, big things in general, Things on a societal, if not global scale, usually tend to not be changed. It takes the effort of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people to bring about change on larger scales. The bigger the change, the more people it takes to change this. And the more people it takes to change something is the more people you need to find that want this change that are willing to make this change. And then you also need to consider all the people that are okay with the way things are right now, that mitigate or manage the problems that not changing brings. And that's fine and dandy for them. For some people, the problems, there aren't problems for them. They're benefits. It's what they wanted, whether or not it's right or wrong. There is... No such thing as right and wrong, ultimately. It's just what 
everyone either agrees upon or what everyone disagrees upon. And this leads conflicts between people. I like what I like. You dislike what I like. So therefore, I tend to feel bad for liking the things I like. Until I was like socially outcasted and then started losing my ability to care. But, but that's me, personally. For a lot of people, they want to be seen in society and not be outcasted from society. Because that's a normal thing. No one wants to be an outcast. Everyone wants to be included. Inclusion is a good thing. Inclusion means numbers. Other people are thinking like you or you're thinking like other people. And that gives you strength. It's how we also work fundamentally. We want to make relationships with other people. That way we're not alone. Because being alone sucks. Because when you're alone, you're on your own. You have less resources. You have less help. Everything is just generally harder when you're on your own. Now, some people, they operate on their own perfectly fine. So they tend to just stay alone. Because not being alone would be a change. I personally can operate just fine on my own. But I also enjoy being around people. I enjoy having the few close friends I do. I'd rather have a few super close friends than all the friends I could not count that aren't that close. Once again, that's something that I personally prefer. Some people like having all the friends in the world. They don't really care if those friendships are all too deep as long as they're able to know them well enough to call them a friend. On the other spectrum, you have people that enjoy solitude and only prefer those few friends. I'm one of those people. You have people in the middle as well, because it's a spectrum. Everyone's going to have opinions. Everyone's going to have preferences. People are going to want said changes. Other people are going to want those changes to not happen. And all comes into terms in what, and where they grew up, how they were brought up, the conditions that they were raised in, what was going on around them and in the world around them, and in the world total. There's a lot of things we can change in our day-to-day -day lives, such as what we choose to eat, when we choose to eat, how much water we take in, whether or not we exercise, or similar things like that. Smaller things. But those small things, as small as they are on a grand voice scale, aren't that small to us, because they directly affect us. Me waking up at 4.30 in the morning, that directly affects me. That's a choice I made. That's a change I made, too. I like a, hmm. I want more free time. Where can I fit in more free time? Well, if I wake up earlier in the morning and don't sleep for like nine hours because I don't need to, I can get more free time in the morning. And I could use that time in the morning to get stuff done, to be productive, to do the things I want to do, or learn something that I want to learn. So that's a change I made because it improved my life. And a lot of people will go ahead and make similar changes to improve their lives. Sometimes it's significantly harder for other people to make improvements because either they have bad habits, they have an underlying condition, or their brain just makes it really difficult to do.
I have a lot of things that I find difficult to do because my brain sucks. It really sucks. It's hard to focus on things sometimes, on long periods of time, especially things that I'm not too interested in. So trying to learn things in school or in a training environment or a professional environment, it's all the harder. I have to waste and spend so much energy just to keep my attention focused on this one task. And I'm like, I I can physically feel the energy being taken from me as I go ahead and sharpen and focus my attention onto the task that I'm doing. I'm like, this sucks. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this for so long. But I do it anyway because it's what I'm supposed to do. It's what I have to do for myself. It's the situation that I'm in. For other people, it's different. For other people, they're like, eh, oh well. I might as well just pay attention. It's not that hard. And I get that. I respect that. They don't have to make a change in order to be able to be effective or to focus or pay attention effectively. I'm one of those people that have an underlying condition that just makes it significantly harder for me to get engaged and focus on things that I'm not too enthusiastic about. I'm not too passionate about. That's fine. It really is. It all comes down to what we want. But it gets harder as we want to change things and want to see change on a bigger scale, on a scale that doesn't involve just us individually, on a scale that maybe involves our families or our group of friends. Like, hey guys, I don't want to hang out here anymore. It makes me uncomfortable. Or I don't want to hang out around you guys because y'all smoke pot every day. Like, that's an individual's choice, but that individual's choice is now affecting others because it brings others into it. So now that choice becomes harder for us to rationalize. It becomes harder for us to make, to come across a decision because now we have to take into consideration not just what we want, but what others want as well, what others might feel, what others might do, and how others might react. You step it up from there and say it's a local thing in your neighborhood that you want change. Hey guys, there's been a significant increase in crime rates. Maybe we should have a neighborhood watch. Maybe we should start telling our kids or telling kids that we see just wandering the streets that look a little sketchy to, hey, don't break the law or don't do stupid stuff. Don't graffiti the wall. Come on, man. And then in other places, we're like, hmm. How are we going to promote more interesting stuff to happen? How are we going to promote a more colorful community? And so we look to the younger generations because younger generations tend to be more susceptible to change. They're more likely to change more easily. And that comes to the fact that they're more influence. They're easier to influence. And they're easier to influence because it's designed to be that way. Which brings along problems when there's a problem in someone's schooling system or there's something wrong in a certain neighborhood or an individual's growing up in a toxic household or a racist household or something like that because those older individuals that are raising them don't want to change. They see nothing wrong with what they're doing. On a societal scale, it's frowned upon. Racism is super frowned upon. Supremacy is frowned upon. Murder on a global scale is frowned upon. So is like violating human rights. The rights for others to go ahead and do what they do. To try and live a better life. 
Because we all want that. We want everyone to be successful. We want everyone to feel some sort of happiness, with the exception of a few people who would rather just watch people suffer. Then you have people that are indifferent, that don't care, the bystanders. People that will stand by and just not do anything because it doesn't either it doesn't affect them or they don't care enough. It doesn't elicit a proper response from them or they can't relate. It's sad because they'll just sit by and watch the world burn or fall apart or watch the world around them fall apart because it doesn't directly affect them. They can still go about their daily lives. Why would they want their daily lives to change? If everything is going okay. Things have been consistent for them. And their lives are still remaining consistent. And livable. And easy to just live through. Because it's still consistent. Despite everything else falling apart around them. Their lives stay consistent. So they don't feel the urgent need to make a change. In what's going on around them. To stop it. Now that's not the same thing for everyone. There's a lot of people out there when they see misfortune happening to others or something bad happening to others, they empathize, they show sympathy, they put themselves in their shoes, or they grew up in that other person's shoes so they know what it's like already. They don't have to do that whole mind displacement thing and think about, wow, maybe they had it pretty rough. Let me try putting myself through that because they already been through it. So therefore, they know it sucks. And want to help them change it. It could always be the other way around as well. Things could be okay. And someone from a worse place could look at them and be like, hmm, I wonder what I'd be like if I grew up in that kind of situation. Or if I was in that kind of situation. And then they say, hmm, I think things would just be better from what they thought. So they go ahead and make change for the better. When there is improvement involved with change... Most people want to go ahead and improve, but they want to improve things and make changes if it will directly affect them. Those are the easiest changes to make. Those are the easiest decisions to decide on. Will this improve my life or will this make my life harder? And when it comes to bigger changes that involve the same thing, will this improve my life but make others' lives harder or will this make my life harder? to make the lives of many others easier. Things start getting blurry. Do you prioritize yourself? Or do you prioritize others? Some people, it's an easy decision. You prioritize others. You go ahead and make life easier for many others. The number of people that you're helping improve the lives of is greater than your own individual suffering. So you therefore make your decision based upon that. But it's not always that easy for everyone. I come across decisions where I'm like, hmm, I could just walk on by and think nothing of it and like don't have to deal with anything. Or I could say something and maybe have someone be angry at me. Maybe have someone think ill of me because I said something. For me, it might not be a great decision. It might be a black and white decision in my opinion. To me, in my eyes, through my experiences and perspectives, that's what it seems like to me. Relatively to me, it would be an easy decision. I'm going to open my mouth and stick up for what I believe is right. 
and I'm not going to care what other people think about me because I did what I did. I'm doing what I'm doing because it's just what I do. But it's easy for me to change because I've been outcasted from social norms because I didn't meet those social norms. And then through self-conflict, internal conflict, it wore me out. It tired me out. It tired my ability to care about what other people out. So I just did the easier thing and stopped caring what other people thought about me. Started doing the things that I thought was the right thing to do. And that was easier for me. That improved my life. That improved my ability to live life and enjoy living life. So making a change like that was pretty easy. It's always easy to improve your life if it's going to improve your life immediately. It's easy to make decisions like that. If I do this and things get easier and I enjoy life more, I'm going to do this instead of if I do this, life's going to suck more and things aren't going to get easier. Things aren't always as black and white as that. Sometimes you get a gray area like if I do this, I'll enjoy life more, but money makes things a little harder because I won't be making as much of it anymore. Or do I take the job where I make an ass load of money, but I hate my job. So therefore my fulfillment and satisfaction with life goes down tremendously. And you're like, but money makes life easier through technicality. And money is a measurement of success. The more money I make, the more successful I am. Therefore in society's eyes. And then some people just disregard that because some people just believe, well, money, money, I only want to make the absolute necessary amount I need in order to get food and stuff to live. When it comes to changing, it honestly just comes down to how it affects us individually and how our morals align. How were we raised? What situations did we have to go through growing up? What situations do we have to go through now? And what situations are we going to go through because we believe in what we believe. Because we'll make the choices that we make. Nothing's ever set in stone. Nothing can be predicted accurately. Ultimately, things cannot be controlled on a grander scale. We can control things about us individually, though. So that's why it's easier to make decisions like that. Because we have a sense of control. We do have control. Hmm. Should I eat this cupcake or should I eat this healthy cupcake alternative and we're going to call this alternative an apple I'm going to eat the apple because I enjoy apples I don't really enjoy sweets that much anymore I used to love sweets and then something happened and sweets weren't as appealing anymore but someone might be like hmm, I'm going to have this cupcake because you know what? I'm super fit I'm healthy and you know what? I really like sweets so they eat the cupcake Instead of the apple. Why? Because cupcakes taste good. Cupcakes make you feel good. That's an easy decision to make for most people. For some people, it's a harder decision to make. I really like cupcakes. But I should eat this apple because it's better for me. And I need to watch and be concerned about my health. About the things I eat. But that's the individual circumstance. All it comes down to our circumstances. What we've been through. What we believe in. How we think things should be. There's a lot of problems in the world right now. There's a lot of societal problems in the various societies of the world. 
And there's a lot of people that want to make those changes, that want to see change. There's a disconnect between our leaders, the people in charge of the societies that we live in, and the cultures that we reside in, and then younger generations. There's a disconnect between older generations and younger generations. Old and the new. The new is used to change, used to inconsistency, used to trying to adapt to the old's mistakes, to the problems that the older generations have brought up. But because of that, and because human nature is prone to making mistakes, along the way we'll make mistakes and bring problems ourselves. Newer generations will go ahead and make mistakes, trying to learn from our mistakes and create different problems that require different solutions. But as this process and cycle keeps going on, newer generations will keep being more affluent to changing, will be able to change quicker, will be able to accept changes quicker, will be able to make bigger changes on a faster scale. Because that's what's going to be needed. We see problems today, and that's okay. There's a lot of problems. Things are slow when it comes to change. Sometimes things are too slow. Sometimes change never happens because the way that governments or politics or societies are set up. But that doesn't mean we should lose hope. Like I said before, it's about how many people want the same kind of change, how loud they're being, and their ability to demonstrate and make clear and communicate what that change will bring, the benefits of said change, the harms the change might bring. So sometimes people need to band together in order to get things done. It's always been like that. Sometimes people don't need to band together to get things done. It depends on where you're at. It depends on the situation. People with higher standing, per se, as in they have political power, or are involved in the government, or are involved in bigger decisions that involve the lives of many, such as that as a country. It gets harder to make those, because the people that have louder voices, have more money, or have more influence, tend to have been in the same situation for generations. So they have many, many years of consistency where things work out okay for them, where things have been good for them. So with those generations of time and consistency, why would they want to change that? In their consistency, they've been prioritizing themselves or the people immediately around them along with themselves and been basing decisions off of that. They have generations of doing that, and it's worked out well for them. So there's no reason for them to want to change what they already know, what's already working. Sometimes that can lead to conflicts, because people higher up tend to be older. Older people tend to be more resilient to change. That's okay. They're allowed to be resilient to change. Everyone's resilient to change. The only time it's not okay is when problems arise from it, and those problems aren't solved, or when problems go unsolved because of others' resiliency to change, because others don't want to be the ones to bring about a change that people disagree with, that someone might, that someone with a loud voice might say, hey, I don't agree with that. 
And because they have a louder voice and bigger influence and more wealth and power, it packs it more. I'm not really here to talk about that, though. That's a completely different issue. That's a completely different topic. That's a completely different subject. I just want to go ahead and end this on a much better note, a light note. And it's the fact that despite our resiliency to change, we usually always change for the better of everybody else. Things might initially be harder for us, but that's because it's different. We're not used to it. As time goes on with this change, things get easier for those that have to make the bigger changes. The changes that make things slightly harder for us are slightly more difficult. We get used to them and we overcome them. We find ways to get back to, into a new normal, a new consistency. One where we're overall happier because we made the decision to make other lives easier. To improve the lives of many, many other people at some disimprovements to our own. That's a great thing. That's also part of human nature. That tends to be what people tend to do. And rough times, as long as there's someone willing to be persistent enough about a certain thing, other people start listening to them. A person rambling on the street saying, the world's gonna end. They don't gain much traction because that doesn't help anyone. That just makes other people miserable. That makes other people sad. That makes people see life as something as pointless to live. Oh, the world's just going to end tomorrow anyway, or the world's just going to end today anyway, so I should just do whatever I want, or I should just give up. But someone going on about racism a long time ago and consistently talking about how it's bad, this thing is bad. This is no good. Look at the suffering it's causing other people. Look at what you can do in order to change that suffering, to make it not suffering, to improve their lives. And they kept talking about it. Other people going through that situation quickly joined in. Look at us. We are suffering needlessly. And then other people that were bystanders or didn't feel like they need to be affected by this, they start listening and they're like, hmm, maybe I can help. You have people that are significantly more empathetic and sympathetic with others stepping in much more quickly than people that it initially doesn't affect. But because you have bystanders, you have people that you can swing onto your movement, for better or for worse. Sometimes bad things get promoted because bystanders are like, this makes my life easier if I just go ahead and join this bandwagon. And then other people that keep preaching the right thing or keep talking about this kind of change, changes that reduce suffering overall, as long as they're consistent about it, they tend to gain a following. They tend to be listened to. And that's a brilliant thing. The fact that it works that way. So, I thank you for listening, and I hope this has enlightened you in some way. That you might have learned something from this. You might have gained satisfaction from listening to this. Honestly, that's kind of the only reason I'm doing this. I'm rambling on about a single subject or about a single concept and idea and hopes of hopefully someone learning something from it or feeling like they learned something or gained something from this. If I'm able to achieve that, then I've won. I've achieved. I've succeeded. 
So I thank you and bid you farewell. May improvement come to your lives. This has been a rambling of a mad thems. Thank you for listening.